0: This is Cantonese After Dark, Chapter 3, Two for the Price of One. You know how you can tell when a family has just finished eating dim sum? The patriarch of the family will have a toothpick in his mouth. But it's only for show he's really not going to use it. Oh no. The finger he used earlier to pick his nose with, he's now using to pick his teeth with. It's a time-honored tradition. That's a little dim sum trivia for you. So after dim sum, we do a little grocery shopping. If you want to see something depressingly funny, watch Chinese people shop for food. Remember what I said earlier about their lack of filters. Go into a butcher shop and watch how Chinese people haggle. You'll hear people go off on all the products in the store. None of this stuff is fresh. Look at all that stale meat. Look how dead that fish looks. This place is a sea hung. Grandma language. Maybe they didn't have TV or radio back in the old country. Maybe this was the only form of entertainment they had. And the whole time the butcher'll just stand there, cigarette hanging on his lip, just taking body blow of insult after insult, like a champ. But if you listen really closely, you can hear the butcher say something about negalomo. More importantly, the depressing part of this whole story is at least half these people in here are gonna buy something. I almost want to call it flirting. Chinese people like to play hard to get with their money, in a sadistic sort of way. And it never fails. While grocery shopping, we'd always run into one of my mom's friends on the streets. Man, I especially hate running into those alpha nerd kids. We all grew up knowing at least one or two alpha nerds. You know the kind of kids I'm talking about. The nerdy Chinese kid, you know, with like the Kim Jong-un haircut, plays the piano, the violin, or both. They go to Chinese school on the weekends. While I'm collecting garbage pail kids, they're memorizing the dictionary. And when you get the Encyclopedia Britannica for Christmas, you're probably going to do pretty well in school. There might be one of you among us right now. Hmm. I knew a female alpha nerd in junior high. She always sat in the front row. When we graduated junior high school, she was in every page of the yearbook, like Where's Waldo? She lived in a nice house on a quiet block in a good neighborhood. You walked into her house and the first thing you notice is how clean it is. You know those homes that are so clean you don't want to sit down but it was okay though because she had vinyl floor mats vinyl in the hall vinyl on the stairs all her furniture was sealed in vinyl too i lost touch with alpha nerd after junior high school but i heard in high school her first boyfriend was a chinese guy they dated for 7 years before she finally put out that's not just insane that should be criminal he could have sued for carpal tunnel she might as well have wrapped herself in vinyl but here's my expert analysis her first boyfriend was chinese but i bet if her first boyfriend was a ba Kui, it would not have been seven years. It would have been a totally different story. They would have been doing the dirty Sanchez by the second movie date. Now, if she had gone Hawkwai, he would have tore it up during the coming attractions. Once she goes Hawkwai, she needs to stay Hawkwai. Because if she tries to date an Asian again, It'll be like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Two adult concepts I learned when we used to walk around Chinatown was 嘲p which is going out of business and Suk, meaning degenerate gambling uncle. We would walk past an empty storefront and my mom would say Remember that story you used to like so much? Not anymore. It's chuplup. Why is it chuplup? Because of your lando suk. I used to hear that a lot. Gambling is a serious problem in our community. You'd see busloads of Asians in Chinatown. Most likely, they're going to the casino. What alcohol is to the Irish, gambling is to the Chinese. At least with alcohol, half of us get the Asian flush, turn red, get sick, then stop. And the other half, sing karaoke. Not with gambling. We'll sell our own livers to get one more spin at the slot machines. In China, they'll sell your liver to get another spin at the slot machines. 99% of all the tragic stories I've ever heard about Asian families, my relatives, my friends, involved the father gambling away everything. And the other 1% would be the mother gambling away everything. Everybody thinks Vegas is the casino capital of the world. It's not, Macau is. Omen's annual revenue was once seven times the size of Vegas. And the world's casino whales were mostly Asian too. Gambling is deeply rooted in our culture. I wish us gamblers could have spent our money on something more meaningful instead of destroying our families and our communities. Gambling was also a gateway to the Chinese underworld. This is the end of chapter 3. Joy Gein.